People ask me all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. It doesn't get more regional than this dish. It's one of the first things that you eat in Cleveland. You hit the shrimp, warm, still bubbling. Oh my God, I just gotta have it. This is what great regional American cooking's all about. It's fantastic. Keep your hands and feet inside the ride at all times. This one's gonna get wild. I love this show. Being from the Midwest, the pierogi is king. I mean, come on, stuffed with potatoes and cheese. When you go to Cleveland, there's a million different styles of pierogi. But the one that I absolutely love the most is the potato and cheese at Sokolowski's in Cleveland, Ohio. They take a starchy dough and then they stuff it with starch. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, the whole world wants to eat a salad or a carrot. You go to Sokolowski's, 150 people in line waiting to eat a dumpling filled with potato and cheddar cheese and soaking in butter. That's American, it's finest right there, my friend. The power of the pierogi, man. Nothing beats homemade pierogi. When you're a child, it's one of the first things that you eat in Cleveland. I think the secret is 70 years, family recipe, and I mean, that's what makes them so great. It's Eastern European or Polish ravioli. First, you make the dough. It's flour, water, oil, sour cream, and a couple tablespoons of salt. You then make your filling, potatoes and cheese. Cut the dough in circles, plop the filling inside, fold it over so you have a half moon. We place them in boiling water. Then after that, we lay them on our grill and brown them off. <laughs> We're ready for our final stage, which is putting them in the butter and onion jacuzzi. Not only are they filled with potato and cheddar, but now they're bathing in a butter bath. So good. <sighs> you go to Sokolowski's, what you see is what you get, and you just pick everything as you go down the line. See, look at this. This is where all the happiness starts. First of all, I have a giant dome, and these pierogies are almost as big as my head. Not big enough. It is buttery. It is cheesy. Look at that. It is a nap waiting to happen. If you had them, like, before noon, you're going to have a very unproductive day. Little nap, and I'm going right back to work. They'll never even know I'm here. The pierogi to me is so unapologetic. It's like, here I am. Starch, starch, cheese, butter. It's just fantastic. I don't know where anything is geographically unless it's in relation to something that I love to eat. This is part of the fiber of New Orleans to me and the best sandwich I ever ate. The New Orleans ultimate sandwich is a po' boy. And for me, my favorite is the shrimp po' boy at Domelisi's Sandwich Shop. I just gotta have it. A po' boy has to have something deep fried in it. It just seems like a natural coming together of everything good in the universe. When you take something hot out of the deep fryer and you pop it in between some chewy, airy layers of really good bread. The po' boy is basically just a sub, but you got that Louisiana French bread that sets it apart. It is chewy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and my mouth is watering. The bread is not made on the premises, and I don't need it to be. This is Leidenheimer French bread. This one makes a po' boy special. Of course, any great sandwich has that star of the show. And in this case, it's that sweet, briny shrimp. These are gulf shrimp. This is the batter. Can't tell you what's in it, because it's a secret. When the shrimp fry up with this dry batter and the wet batter, it gets a real thick, crispy crust to it. And they're fried right then and there on the spot. It's almost like they're still buzzing with the heat, and they just go right on the bread. And then we have that 
layer of shredded lettuce, so unassuming, little slices of that pickle, and that little squirt of hot sauce. And then we have our special ketchup that we mix here ourselves. So now you're thinking, ketchup, pickle, lettuce, and these fried shrimp, is this really gonna work? The answer is unequivocally, oh my God, does this work. Your mouth is watering, you're assessing the sandwich from a distance, and then all of a sudden, you take your first bite, you hit the shrimp, warm, still bubbling, maybe a little of that excess grease is still clinging, and it kind of butters the bread with that oil, and that little bit of ketchupy hot sauce and pickles snaking its way through, and you think, I'm eating the greatest sandwich I've ever had. It doesn't get more regional than this dish that I'm gonna talk about, and the name says it all. I'm talking about the Boston Cream Pie at the Omni Parker House in Boston, Massachusetts. You get that creamy center, the nuts on the outside, and that awesome chocolate topping. This thing is melt in your mouth, love. It's worth the trip to be in town. I grew up right outside of Boston. When I was a kid, I actually had Boston cream pie birthday cakes. How about them apples? I mean, that's regionality. But if you want the best, you gotta go to the Parker House. That's where it was created. Is it a pie, is it a cake? I don't know, but it's good. <laughs> so it was called the Boston cream pie because originally it was baked in a pie tin, but it's actually a sponge cake with pastry cream and then chocolate ganache on top. It's just incredible texture-wise, flavor-wise. It's everything good about Boston. What Tui is doing now is she's staging the first pot, and that is making the sponge. Holding in the eggs, the flour, lightly baking that cake up, and you've got your rich custard pastry cream that you spread between two layers of the cake. And then the signature piece to this whole thing is a chocolate sauce that goes on top that has that white fondant icing that they make their little swirl. We adhere toasted almonds to the side. And there you have it. It's our world-famous Boston cream pie. This thing is money. Some more Boston cream pie. Wow. It's simplicity, it's sexy, it's elegant, it's sleek, and it's pure decadence. And when food looks this good, it's got to taste this good. It's taking over, it's singing to you. Mm. This is the Boston Pops Orchestra playing in your mouth. Yeah, I want to eat it. Now they make individuals and they ship them all over the country. Tell me that's not it. Is that the pie right there? Oh my God. Unbelievable. You guys, this is friggin' the bomb. Seriously. Mmm. Thank you, Barker House, for chipping us the pies. We needed them. All right, let's hold on. Let's just set the plate aside. No. <laughs> Go taste it. Is it really that good? Have a piece. I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's, it is really that good. To me, like growing up in the American South is where I cut my teeth on food. What you have a nice big spoon of something that's made perfectly, like pimento cheese, you know what part of the country you're in. One of my favorite dishes growing up as a child in the South was pimento cheese. One of my favorite places to really enjoy it now is at Magnolia's Uptown Down South in Charleston, South Carolina. If you haven't tried it, don't knock it, it's fantastic. This is what great Southern cooking is all about. Pimento cheese is like sacred in the South. It's one of those things you always find in a really good Southern kitchen. You know, along with like cornbread mix and sweet iced tea, pimento cheese is one of those things that tastes like the South. Pimento cheese itself is pretty much known as Southern caviar. So Magnolia's is owned and operated by Donald Berkman. He's a dear friend of mine and also one of the first chefs I ever worked for out of culinary school. He'll take something like pimento cheese, which seems sort of run the mill, but he takes it to a whole different level. It's like a creamy cheese spread and it uses pimentos, which is really a chili. And it's the same chili that's ground and dried into paprika. And sometimes you'll have a pimento stuffed into an olive, but Donald and I like to use roasted pepper. 
The first step in this dish is to roast our peppers. And it'll be great flavor for the pimento cheese. He's got cheddar cheese. The sharpest white cheddar cheese you can get, which gives the pimento cheese a really tangy bite. A little bit of green olive in his. Touch of mayonnaise, a little bit of fresh Parmesan. A little bit of cayenne pepper. A couple of tablespoons of fresh chopped parsley. A little pinch of black pepper. It mixes together, and it, it's such a deep flavor. It's like nothing else you've ever tasted. And then, when it comes to the presentation, this is where Donald is a genius. I mean, look at that. Isn't that stunning? He serves the whole thing with crispy Charleston flatbread. That's some wow factor right there. This is what it's all about. Really good, sharp pimento cheese. Some fantastic crackers. Mmm. It was so good. That takes me home, Donald Berkman. Pimento cheese, Magnolia's of Town Down South. I love it. Mm. When you're in Philadelphia, you think about Ben Franklin, you think about the Liberty Bell, and then you think about the Philly cheesesteak. The Philly cheesesteak is the king of all sandwiches. It's gigantic, it's mouth-watering, it's messy, and it's the best thing you'll ever eat. The best cheesesteak I've ever had is at Tony Luke's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm a little nervous because people in Philly are very territorial about their cheesesteaks. Philadelphia is the cheesesteak. If you want the best... Hi, welcome to Tony Luke's. He's got the best bread, the best meat, and the best cheese. And that combination with little pizza sauce, unbelievable. I mean, everybody likes a pizza, so now you're just adding ribeye steak. How do you lose with something like that? He uses ribeye steak. It is extra super thin. It's very, very tender. It's very flavorful. And it retains all the juices. And then little pizza sauce. America calls it sauce. In South Philly, it's red gravy. And then Tony slices the finest provolone just a little bit thinner than everybody else. And the reason is you don't want the steak to overcook waiting for the cheese to melt. Now we'll take our roll, which we bake fresh here every hour. Tony slices his meat so thin, it's like getting a gourmet steak at the finest steakhouse on a bun. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. All right. It's just so tender that when you bite into it, mm. thinking about it right now, as a matter of fact, mm. I'm getting a little misty-eyed. Great bread, great cheese, great meat. Every flavor, every nuance goes right there into your mouth. And I have such a good feeling after I eat that cheesesteak that sometimes it just kind of puts you right out. If you ask me about regional food, I just immediately go to lobster. And if you go to lobster, you go to me. It's just so sweet and so fresh. You can't believe it. If you want to know what food in Maine is all about, all you have to do is go to one place. That's Young's Lobster Pound, Belfast, Maine. The shore dinner is the quintessential Oceanside picnic. The best thing about the shore dinner is that they put together the complete package of lobster stew, great oyster crackers, corn, steamers, which are fantastic. And then you have lobster, which is like sugar. That's the show down there, man. They get the lobsters from the ocean right there. You walk in, and, and the thing that strikes you right away is that big tank. Think about tens of thousands of lobsters, and what do you do? You get to pick that one. Now, I mean that one right there, that one. We have lobsters here from a pound to four and a half pounds in size. And Young's, they nail it, man, time after time after time. There's a nice lobster. You have a big ear of corn, sweet as can be. The cup of lobster stew. And then they finish it off with steamers, perfectly steamed. These are our steamer clams, and that there is a complete Young's Lobster Pound Shore dinner. 
you get your food and you walk outside and the water's right there. Then you eat it and it, it's just like, wow, this is really good. As far as I'm concerned, it's all about buttery, sweet lobster at that point. And you know, it's gonna drip down your chin, it's okay. And you leave there saying, I just ate the best lobster I've ever had in my life. The whole package is about fresh food, cooked perfectly in a beautiful environment. What's gonna make you happier? I don't know. I wanna talk about my favorite Hawaiian food, Spam Musubi. It's kinda porky and salty and I can't resist it. Musubi is super, super Japanese, but the Hawaiians, they made their own twist on it and threw some Spam on there. So you really can't get this anywhere else. And the best one I've ever had is at Manabu's in Honolulu, Hawaii. It is soul food Hawaiian style. I go to Hawaii a fair amount. I have a lot of friends out there and I've done my fair share of exploring all the foods. In the most unassuming place, tucked into the corner of a teeny little strip mall is Manabu's and it's all really affordable and made fresh. I mean, what more do you want? Musubi is a traditional Japanese comfort food to eat on the go. A musubi is it's like this rice sushi, but with different fillings on top. But the Spam musubi couldn't be more Hawaiian. I mean, you think Spam, you think Hawaii. Musubi is actually extremely simple to make, but it's not extremely simple to make well. The first thing we do is we slice the Spam up into small portions. Spam, of course, being that kind of scary mystery meat that we all secretly love. You cook it in a little bit of soy sauce, water, Maui sugar, rice wine, and sweet rice wine. It's really delicious. Mm-hmm. After the spam has been simmering for one hour, we use a torch on each of the pieces for a few seconds. And then it gets plopped on top of the rice, all wrapped in seaweed and packaged oh so perfectly in that Japanese way that it's just crying out to you, come eat me. The thing is, you need a plan of attack because once he sells out, doors are closed. Done, end of story. So get there early and get the goods. It's so onalicious. When you talk East Coast, one of the first things that comes to mind, hot dogs. Keep your hands and feet inside the ride at all times. This one's gonna get wild. Come for the hot wieners and stay for the show. These dudes are moving and shaking. Welcome to Oneyville. Oneyville, New York Systems in Rhode Island. In the world of hot dogs, it's without question one of the best hot dogs I ever ate. Can't beat it. I remember my first day going in there. This should be in the black and white part with the old camera. They're all yelling, and here's the guy from California, you know, bleached hair. Hey, what do you want? I didn't know what he said just pointed at me. I thought I had to close the door or something. My father-in-law says, tell him you want it all the way. And what I saw next was the craziest food thing I've seen. Throwing down the buns up his arm. I'm not kidding you. And there's a way and a rule and a religion and an attitude and a who and a what and a why about how you're going to have hot wieners. A hot wiener is made with mustard, meat sauce, onion, and celery sauce. In Rhode Island, we know no other way. If you came here and asked for sauerkraut, we don't have it. You're gonna love these. I'm not kidding you. What's in the meat? The ingredients for our meat sauce is soybean oil, onions, ground beef. Our secret spice. What's the recipe? Shh, can't tell you. The secret spice is just that. It's a secret, so I can't tell you. Okay? Don't wanna hear anything about it. The bun is steamed, the dog is juicy, a touch of mustard, a meat cream sauce. Onions, the celery salt plays in perfectly. 
That's how it goes, baby. Right up the arm. And they are like this. That's how fast they go. Just, they're that good. Mouthwater's talking about it. Matter of fact, we need some. The steam bun, this funky hot dog, chopped onions, the mustard, the celery salt, all of it together, bringing you the Rhode Island hot wiener experience. That's how you do it right there. Mmm, mmm. Can you taste it right now? I know your mouth is watering. I mean, it is crazy. Oh my gosh. Mmm, wow. I love this show.